years ago, I got the opportunity to travel to the Holy Land. And one of the first stops we made was to the Sea of Galilee to head from Bethlehem to Nazareth. And as we were sitting on the Sea of Galilee, I was kind of admiring the beauty of the Sea of Galilee. What was interesting was the sea is, sur is surrounded by mountain ranges. It was a beautiful day, calm winds. The sea was very calm. You would never have thought it was connected in any way, or if, if it was even a sea for that matter. As I was sitting on there, I thought it was just more of a lake than it was a sea. And so I looked over to the captain and asked, you know, in Scripture, there was this story about how the storm was brewing over the Sea of Galilee. Were they lying when they wrote it? Because I don't see any storm. It doesn't make any sense on how a storm could even brew in this area. And he kind of chuckled at me and said, let me explain this to you. And he points out the mountain ranges surrounding the sea. And he says, what is interesting is in any typical storm and situation, you know, it would just blow over and there wouldn't be too big of a storm. But he said, because the Sea of Galilee sits so low in that valley, and because the area is surrounded by mountains, the storm begins to multiply as it comes over the sea. So what you read in scripture is actually very true. The storm that is throwing the disciples around in that boat was multiplied over and over again because of the terrain, because of where they were at. And so you see this calm sea right now, but what they actually went through is a common situation and a common circumstance that occurs. But I think today as we continue to reflect on that experience that the disciples have, I think we too can look at our own lives in the same way. The lake, the Sea of Galilee, is an imagery for us and our journey of life. We sit here today, some of us calm, collective, okay, without a problem. But yet, as we go out into the world, live our lives, and even as mothers, you know very well, you start off the day very calm, very excited, very game plan for the day. And then all of a sudden, one thing after the other, after the other begins to pile. Whether that's the first thing you crawl out of bed and you step on your child's like race car, hot wheel, and then come out and find out he made a big mess in the kitchen. And so that piles and adds on and adds on. And so by the end of the day, it becomes a big storm of life a big storm of chaos, not knowing what caused it, what ensued it, but one thing after the other after the other begins to multiply and cause life to be chaotic. But as that chaos comes within our life and ensues, it begins to bring about a lot of tears, a lot of terror, a lot of frustration in life. And sometimes we really can connect with the, the apostles today they, they know nowhere to turn. They don't know what to do with life. Because life just seems to be chaotic. Life just seems to be a, a culmination of all these terrors, all these frustrations, all these storms, and there seems to be no end in sight. And in some sense, we feel like the disciples today, like they're drowning. The waves keep crashing on and into the boat. And as they try to get out of the situation, 
it seems like more and more keeps ensuing. So what do we do in life? What do we do with the terrors of life? But what is very subtle and interesting in our gospel reading today is what Jesus does. He sits and sleeps at the bow of the boat. For those who may not have gotten an opportunity to be on a boat, especially in a storm, the bow of the boat is the worst place to be. Because the bow of the boat is what bounces through all that storm. But it's a beautiful imagery and explanation for all of us today. No matter how crazy our life can be, the turmoil of our life throws us up and down all over the place. There's a sense of calmness and stillness that can occur within us. There's a sense of calmness and stillness that can happen and be transformed in our life. That person is Jesus. As the world and everything going on in our life bounces and change and causes frustrations, fear and terror, Jesus within us still remains calm, still remains at peace, still remains in harmony. And he, you know, I would imagine if Jesus really you know, was looking at the disciples at that moment, he would have this like crazy smirk like, really? Do you guys not believe who I am? Do you guys not trust in my ability? Do you not believe that I am the Son of God? And so he kind of smiles and smirks at the disciples and let me show you what, what my true abilities are. And so he calms the storm. He, tell, he doesn't tell the storm to go away, but if we read it very carefully, he says, quiet and be still. A great instruction for us and in our lives, especially in the midst of frustration, of difficulties, of terrors. How do we find that peace again? How do we restore that peace? To be quiet and to be still. Be quiet requires us to zone out, to, put, to ignore everything that is distracting us that is taking our attention away from what is most important. And be still. This being still is not this idea of just sitting there, but allowing ourselves to center ourselves in the midst of chaos. Instead of letting our lives swing like a pendulum, trying to bring everything in our life into equilibrium and ignoring the extremes. Ignoring the extremes of our feelings, ignoring the extremes of our frustration, ignoring the chaos that is ensuing, and just to remain there in silence. Because in that silence, we're able to turn to the divine. We're able to then therefore turn back to God, who in his all-knowing, all-wisdom, and in his strength, able to calm all the storms. These storms in our lives, my dear brothers and sisters, come in many different ways. It's just not the struggle of family, mother and their children, father and their sons and daughters, but it's our own struggles, our own challenges, our own difficulties, our own brokenness, our own imperfections 
Those are other storms that ensue, that come about in our lives. These storms require healing. These storms require a sense of calmness to it. The storms need to die away. But in doing so, we must bring them to the forefront of our minds, to bring them to the forefront of our reality, to admit, into, admit to ourselves the reality that these are the storms of our lives. And in admitting, in recognizing, in bringing them to light, we can then bring them to the Lord and say, Lord, I need you to quiet these storms. Help me to be still in these moments of chaos. Help me to be still in these moments of hurt. Help me to be, be still in these moments where I'm feeling like life is throwing me for a whirl. So as we come to this Eucharistic feast, my dear brothers and sisters, let us approach it with an invitation in our hearts, asking the Lord to calm and quiet our hearts so that we can be still, so that we can have peace in our lives, but most importantly, turn to Him in our struggles, our difficulties, and our challenges.